Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Upgrade Podcast. On this episode today we will be discussing broken hope and broken dreams. I hope that the previous episodes have blessed you as well as this one. So let's go ahead and get started with this episode. In this episode, obviously, the main character we will be discussing is Joseph, because there was, I feel, no other man that can adequately fit this description other than Joseph himself in the Bible. I mean, who better to use when talking about a broken hope, and especially broken dreams? And so we find in Genesis 37 and 3, it says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors now let's stop and pay very close attention let's go to the verse prior of genesis 37 and 3 which would be genesis 37 and 2 that declares unto us these are the generations of jacob joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Balah and the sons of Zilpah, his his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. So Joseph was 17 years old. He was underage. He was underage to society today. Joseph was loved by Israel more than any of Jacob's children. In fact, he was loved so much, his father decides to custom make him a coat of many colors. So clearly, taking it from the viewpoint of Joseph's brothers, they had a right to be jealous. Though it seemed, they had a right to be hoped, frustrated, and upset though it seemed but the bible declares and tells us to love our neighbor as ourself and if joseph's brothers would have got a hold of that revelation they would not have done anything to joseph but because they were so carnal in their thinking jealousy got the best of them and here we can learn a two-way lesson one don't let jealousy get the best of you two love your neighbor as yourself Because if Joseph's brothers would have been able to get a hold of that revelation, they would not have had any harm done to him. But they were not able to grab a hold of that revelation. And so because of that, we find in verse 4 when it tells us his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren. They hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Now in the NIV version, they changed the word peaceably and replaced it with kind to him. They could not speak kind to him. So this tells us Joseph's brothers had no nice words to say to him. They had no gratitude, no grace, no love. They had nothing kind to say. And I was always raised, if you don't have anything good to say to someone, don't say anything at all. And so clearly Joseph's brothers were never taught that. Or either they were, but they just rebelled. And I personally believe it was the latter more so than the former. And so then we get to verse 5. It tells us, and Joseph dreamed a dream. And I love this part. It tells us Joseph had a dream. A young person had a dream. A 17-year-old had a dream. Joseph had a dream. But it then goes on to say, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. 
And I strongly believe everyone listening to this podcast should have a dream. Everyone that has breath in their lungs, a voice to speak, should have a dream. You should have a dream to see your score saved, to see your lost friends saved, to see your community saved, to see your lost family members saved, to see lost prodigals saved, to see the homeless saved, to see the rich saved, to see the hoped, the broken, the busted, the beaten and disgusted saved, to see your enemies saved, to see your best friends saved, to see your nation saved, to see the world saved. Every young person should have that dream. Every young person should have a dream of things they want to do and accomplish in the kingdom of God. Not for their own personal glory or personal agenda, but for God's glory. And to glorify and magnify and show Him grace and love to those who don't deserve it. Because such were some of you. And so every young person should have that dream. And every individual should have that dream. But we find that Joseph tells his dream to the wrong people. He tells his dream to the wrong crowd. He tells the dream to the ones who should love him the most, care for him the most, want to see him succeed the most, want to see him accomplish life goals and ambitions the most. But they don't. So this lets me to know that not everyone is going to buy into your dream. And so does that mean you shouldn't have a dream? Absolutely not. Does this mean you shouldn't tell people your dream? Absolutely not. But what this means is when you have a dream and you begin to tell others your dream, do not be scared or alarmed when they don't buy into your dream. Don't worry about it. It just means you're in good company because Joseph was the same way. And just know that haters are going to hate. And don't give them a reason to hate you, but don't lose sleep over it. Sleep at night knowing God has given me a dream, God has given me a vision, God has called me, and He has showed me what He wants. And know that what God wants for you is far greater than what anyone else will want for you. And so Joseph tells his brothers this dream, and they hate him all the more. And he tells them in Genesis 37, and verse 6 through 10, it tells us, And he said unto them, Hail, I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood round about, and made absence to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his woes. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made absence to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? Now clearly, Joseph didn't have very much wisdom or the greatest character because he is telling them this dream he has had, but he is telling them as though they are going to worship him. And because of that, his father rebukes him and says, you're crazy. Now let me say, when you hear from the voice of God, you will know it is the voice of God. However, never tell individuals what God has said in an arrogant or boastful way. Let them know your heart and feel your heartbeat. Now continuing to read that chapter, it tells us in verse 11, And his brethren envied him 
but his father observed the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed thy flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it will be well with thy brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, will they feed their flocks? And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren, and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. And we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben, thank God for Reuben, hold it. And he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit. Well, Reuben, we thought you were going to save Joseph, but no, he doesn't. He says, let's cast him into a pit that is in the wilderness and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked. And behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels, bearing spicery and balm and moe, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh, and his brethren woe content. And then there passed by Midianites, merchant men, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. And Reuben returned into the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and he rent his clothes. And he returned unto his brethren and said, The child is not, and I whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats, and dipped the coat in the blood. And they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father, and said, This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew it, and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes, and put sackcloth upon his loins, and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him. But he refused to be comforted, and he said, For I will go down into the grave until my son mourning. 
thus his father wept for him. And so in that verse 47, he is telling, in verse 37, excuse me, he is telling them, as long as I am alive, I'm going to mourn for my son. As long as I have breath in my lungs, I'm going to be sad for my son. So that is what verse 35 tells us. And verse 36 tells us, And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's, and captain of the guard. Now skip through chapter 38 of Genesis and go into chapter 39 of Genesis. It tells us in verse 1, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him off the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So that is verse 1 through 3 of Genesis 39. And when Joseph was being sold for silver, I believe that very strongly it is safe to say he had doubt on if that dream would come to pass. But somewhere through chapter 38, Joseph had gotten a made-up mind that I might be hated, I might be talked about, I might lose friends, but I know this dream will come to pass. I have faith and hope in Jesus. It might be a broken hope that I have, and it might be a broken dream that I have. But I still have this dream and I still have this hope because I know it was from God. And if God said it, we believe it. If God said it, it shall come to pass. Because he didn't let his broken hope and his broken dream die. Genesis 39 and 3 tells us that everything Joseph did prospered in his hand. Every time he spoke, every time he washed his hands, every time he drank water, every time he ate, he prospered, and it prospered in his hand. And so maybe you feel as though you've let God down, and all you all is broken. All you have is brokenness. But I want this to encourage you that when you feel broken, when you feel beaten, when you feel as though no one believes you and no one wants you, don't let that hope and don't let that dream die. Because it might not be how you expected, but as long as you don't let the dream die, you will prosper, you will grow, and your dream will come to pass. And so thank you for joining me on this episode 4 podcast, The Upgrade Podcast. I pray it blessed you and helped you. Make sure to join us next week for episode 5.